0: Hello, and welcome back to the Spiritual Empowerment Living with Tia podcast. You know, I'm always happy to have you here in this space where lots of good things happen. And I'm just going to dive right into what's been going on lately. Uh, I've been recovering from having the flu and It really kicked my butt. I cannot remember the last time I was this sick. I mean, fever so high, I couldn't sleep. Okay, it's winter here still in Philly, even though some days it feels like early spring, but at night it's very cool. So the heat is on in the house, and I just had the worst time sleeping. Imagine having a fever. And then having the heat on so it's like whatever your fever is and plus the heat in the house so i had to have the fan on it was just a hot mess i couldn't even sit up for long anyway i'm doing better not a 100 percent uh i have a a cough but one of the things i've learned and, and i talked about this briefly on my instagram story because it just like it just hit me and like i have to share this cough and all i I was doing it during that time i i didn't care about anything else but getting better i'm not on my phone um a lot i go in there to do like some a few things and then move on but i didn't even care to do that i didn't care to check in any groups I, i didn't care about anything but getting better And then it reminded me of, (coughs) excuse me, how we really need to just focus on ourselves, like just not so much unplugging because that's another step for us to do. So it's not so much about putting your phone on silent and, or maybe just turning the phone off. You can do that, but just to, Not do it, period. Putting myself first, my health first, not worrying about, oh, I have this to do and I have that to do, which is a thing. You know, I'm not going to deny that. You know, some people still have to be moms and, you know, supervisors and things like that. And there are some workarounds around that, you know, just asking other people to step up and watch the kids and things like that, or just asking for help. What I'm saying here is, to not have any regrets about not engaging, just not, just did not care. And to be okay with that. So don't wait for it for you to get sick <laughs> to do that. And, and I do that here and there, but I wanna do that more. One of the things I have learned when I, come across people who are really successful, like multi-millionaires. They don't spend a lot of time on social media. They don't spend a lot of time doing these things that, you know, we, we do as downtime or we kind of do in the background and don't realize that we're doing it. They don't do that. Is, is one of those consistent things I see time and time again. They don't spend time on a lot of time on social media. They don't spend a lot of time on their phone. And they just don't spend a lot of time doing certain things. And so I, I learned a lot when, when I was sick, actually. So I'm just going to wrap up that with, you know, th- think about the things you are doing that you're probably doing on autopilot. Just start being more conscious and see what you can pull away from and incorporate more of you okay something that's more beneficial to you just just think about that okay and and really get that being part of your thing it's so easy to be online and get in an argument and get caught up in something that has nothing to do with you at no value in your life so start pulling back don't worry about trying to like I said, turn the phone off, go on, sound on stuff. Just don't do it. Right? Just don't do it. So I, I'll leave you with that. Where can you pull away the focus more on yourself? Solely on you, on you, for the betterment of your life or just for your entertainment, but it's something that adds value to like when you watch a good movie and you walk away with a, like a newfound sense of purpose, something like that. Okay, not getting in this social media squabble and things like that all right <clears throat> moving along to the dose of spiritual info i really like this because like i said i learned so much and i have so many books and i don't know exactly actually i do know i i want to incorporate more knowledge but it doesn't quite fit into the theme of the podcast. So it doesn't really fall into the empowerment or the spiritual aspect, but it's still beneficial to your life. So that's why I came up with this segment. So if you're new to this podcast, I started doing a dose of spiritual info a few months ago because I just learned so much and I I really get deep into spirituality. But sometimes it's something that's so simple, but profound. And when I have learned... In my spiritual studies, is that there are, are a lot of things and a lot of sayings that are rooted in paganism. Okay, it's it's just so funny. I was just watching a um a video of a friend from high school get married, and they literally jumped the broom. And I just thought about the symbology of the broom and, and the origins of that, and 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 the origins of honeymoon. I talked about that and so there's a lot of things that are rooted in old religion there's nothing new age about the new age uh <laughs> the new age category so it's kind of funny uh but yeah a lot of these things predate all the things that we know as something that's just kind of normal or regular okay and a lot of things have symbolism to it it's like if you go down to washington dc Uh, our forefathers understood the importance of numbers so the steps are like the exact number for some reason you know for a particular reason and the obelisk is there like so they they understood it right so it's not just like oh so they wanted to have like 72 steps like no 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 there's a reason behind that so anyway a dose of spiritual info. i want back to the Magical Household Spells and Rituals for the Home by Scott Cunningham and David Harrington. And it's funny because there's a broom on the front cover. And I really love this book because, as I was saying, there are a lot of things that we use and a lot of sayings that we say that have meaning. And it's from old ways. So, in this case, this is from chapter six Stove and Spoon. And I thought this is really cool because there's a lot of magic that happens in the kitchen. And so the passage begin or the chapter begins with cooking is a magical process of transformation that utilizes the four elements, earth, the food itself, okay, that comes from our planet, fire, the source of the heat, okay, uh, whether flame, solar, electric, water, the liquid used to prepare to or uh, to cook the food, and air, the steam that rises from the heated substance. So, even in cooking, we're dealing with all the elements. And the more we hold this in reverence and really understand and get into this, the more flow is in our lives. The more we are understanding of the connectivity that happens throughout our life. All right, so I'm just gonna just flip a page here and I'm just gonna go to. Uh, what it says here, because I I really think this sentence is important. This is a guide to the magical nature of the kitchen, its tools and processes. And I thought that was cool because the kitchen is a sacred uh, space. Think of all the things you do in the kitchen. And, and not just cooking. The the talks that happen in the kitchen, the healing that happens in the kitchen. You know, you're brewing your tea, you are, you know, cooking your soup. Lots of things go down in the kitchen. Okay, the kitchen is a very sacred spot in the household. All right. So the stove. The stove is a tool of transformation, dedicated to the element of fire. Okay, and it was held sacred in a lot of uh, cultures. So you know, keeping that stove clean and this understanding the importance of the stove in your life really will help you to understand how much power you truly have. Because everything around us is just that until we we understand its importance, right? Like I have a microphone here. Any other day, it's just a regular old Inanimate object on my desk, but when I'm recording now it's this magical device that makes my voice come in nice and clear. Okay. And that's just purpose. All right. So, um, and, and when you think about it, the stove is also like a cube. When you look at it, it's like a square. So foundations and things like that. All right. And I'm not going to talk, I was going to talk about the dining table, but I already talked enough about this. So let's just go ahead to the spoon. All right, let's see. Prior to eating a liquid with a spoon. Okay. Yeah. Stir the bowl contents from right to left. clockwise three times when, um, when you're using the spoon. And that's just to in- increase the energy. All right. And that's, and I will tell you this, another sidebar about that. So I, I remember when I was, um, taking like an etiquette class and I was told to always pass the salt and pepper, you know, start from your right to your left. Okay. Unless the person is like directly next to you then you just hand it to them. And you always pass the salt and pepper, even if they ask for either or. And, you know, when, when we look at that, passing it clockwise, you know, from right, you know, to left, that is increasing the energy around you that's increasing okay the the environment vibe okay counterclockwise shield, if i got that correct that's decreasing the energy around you so even that is is you know, rooted in an old way. So whatever we doing now, start, you know, just dig a little deeper. Right? Because once you learn the significance of something, it makes it that much greater, okay? And trust me, the more I learn about this stuff, the stronger I feel, right? And my intuitive powers increase because you're learning more. All right, so enough of that. Let's dive into uh, the topic. <laughs> I had one more thing I was going to tell you, but let's get to the topic, take a break, talk about what I want to talk about, and then we go back to the topic. All right. So three tips for when you feel deflated, unmotivated, and lost. And I thought about this because, um, you know, just, just looking at my business and just life in general, someone asked me, uh, a few weeks back, like, where do I see myself in five years? And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> that's a, it's a loaded question there. Uh, I know how I see myself in the future, but five years, I don't know if I, I would like to look at it and think, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like boom, 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 boom. And, uh, I don't know if that's five years. It, it could be three years. It could be six years. But the thing is, it just kind of shook me up a little bit because I never really put a, um, like a firm year on something when it came like five years, 10 years. When I was in high school, I remember I had honors accounting and my friend was talking about how she's going to be an accountant and she already knew which uh, university she was going to and I ended up going to the same university. And I told her, I was like, yeah, I'm going to retire when I'm 40 years old. She goes, what? No one does it. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to figure it out. I'm going to be rich and I'm going to retire when I'm 40. So that that and it was something else I put an age limit on. That was really it. Like everything else, I was like, you know, it all happened. It worked out. <laughs> Excuse me. But yeah, it kind of shook me up. So I started thinking like, wow, I really need to get a little bit more motivated because it it motivated me at the moment I was talking to that person, some of the things that I, you know, like crazy ideas I had. But then a couple of days later, I just felt unmotivated. I was just like, man, how am I going to get this done? And so I came up with three tips because this worked for me. And this has also worked for other people who I have worked with. And I want you to to take your time when you're doing this, okay? There's no need to rush this, and this is coming from someone who's impatient, all right? So, number one, don't always look to the past to determine the future. And I say that because I had, oh gosh, maybe like five, six, seven years ago, had all this ambition to launch a dreamers course and i i still have all the material i did the, the three-part video series i did the um, promo for it everything and no one was interested and the funny thing is i did research and people were interested in learning more about their dreams and also help you with your sleeping and help you to remember your dreams. I touched on a lot of things, but it just didn't work. And I was unmotivated and frustrated and I felt lost. And I was like, all right, you know, after I got over that and, and you know, I kind of deviated from my original plan, got back on track. I started promoting other things that did work, that saw some traction. All right, and so what I'm saying is, while yes, if we don't look at the past, we can easily repeat it. However, if we look at the past stone cold and, and try to make a prediction on our future, we're gonna mess ourselves up, okay? It's okay to reflect, but when you solely base on your, base your, whatever happened in the past, and say okay well this is going to be the future you're messing yourself up think about inventors okay um what uh, like thomas edison right he invented a light bulb okay think about how many times he actually i'm going to look this up real quick All right, I just did a quick search and because I wanted to know how many times he did this. So it just has here uh, that he tested more than 3,000 designs for the light bulb between 1878 and 1880. Can you imagine doing that many testings for the light bulb? Can you imagine? I would have been so frustrated and I would have like, and I'm pretty sure he, he came back, you know, took a break, came back, but he tweaked a lot of things in the process. So what I'm saying here is when, when you're feeling out of sorts, when you're feeling deflated and unmotivated, just plain lost, it's because a lot of things that are going through your mind are in the past. It already happened. Even now, what I talked about happened three minutes ago right? And we tend to get stuck in it and we tend to say, well, it didn't work when I tried it. You know, I tried it a couple of times it didn't work, you know, so what's the point? You just may have to tweak something. Sometimes it's not about just throwing a whole thing away. Sometimes it's just about remembering what did work. What can you pull from that? It's like cannibalizing it. What can you take from that? And what can you throw away from that? Okay, so if this is a relationship and maybe the last three relationships didn't work out for you. All right, well, what did work in that relationship? And what was the progression? Or maybe the first first out of the, the series of three, you didn't really speak up a lot. And in the second one, you started to speak up a little bit. And the third one, you, you, you tried to meet that person in the middle one too many times. So now you were um, giving up too much power. Okay. So think about that. Think about the progression, but don't hold the past to such a high standard or have it hanging over you so much that that's what you're basing your future on oh, it didn't work for Sandy, it didn't work for Karen, you know, it didn't work for me, I tried in the past. Maybe it's just, you have to try something else in that same arena, okay? For example, um, just use like online dating. Maybe, you know, two apps didn't work, but the third one may work. Or maybe what worked is that you put yourself out there, right, it's about perspective. So it's like, oh, yeah, well, those three apps didn't work for me. This sucks. All right. But you put yourself out there. Take that and now apply it somewhere else in your life. Where else can you put yourself out there? Okay. So that's what I mean when I say what can you tweak or what can you take from what you're doing but is under the same umbrella. Okay, so one is don't let the past hold you down. Okay, don't do that. Two is to get out your own mind. Now, I'm speaking to, in particular, my highly imaginative people, my overthinkers. I'm in the same boat as you, okay, where we have like a million and one ideas to solve something, and then we plot out the scenario, we plot plot out the possible outcomes, and side note, those Goosebumps books (laughs) were not helpful, all right? You know, I'm talking about the one from grade school where you make a decision and you go to page 67, but you hold your finger on the other page just in case you don't like the outcome on page 67, so you go back and it's sending you to page 72, yeah, that, (laughs) Like it allows you to overthink and indulge and go back. And it's crazy, okay? So what I'm saying here is get out your own head and do something that will give you some answers. So for example, what I did was I pulled some oracle cards. And I did that because I know that if I pull too many oracle cards, spirit will let me know. there A card will pop up saying, stop it. okay this happened um a few weeks ago i was visiting a friend and we were trying to understand the situation and then she pulled another card and um the uh the hungry ghost card came up and it was just basically like all right you're you're like you're digging too deep you already got the answer and you're trying to find out more like there's nothing more stop pulling cards and that was funny so the cards will let you know What can you do that will give you an answer that is objective? You know, it's not something that you can dig in deeper, deeper, deeper. Okay. It's like, this is the answer. This is the possibility. All right. Now take that, reflect and carry on. Okay. And I'm going to pull an Oracle card for you uh, right now. All right. So. The card I pulled is from Wisdom of the Hidden Realms by Colette barron because I love her. She's awesome. She was on this podcast uh, a few years back. So this card is called The Desert Prince, Survival False Promises. And it's like, um, like some young 20-ish looking guy. There's a lion, lion next to him. He's holding a like a staff. There's a full moon behind him. It looks like a pyramid behind him, some columns. Uh, But between him and a pyramid is a river. It looks like he can walk across. It doesn't look that deep at all. Because he's like towards the um, beginning or end of the river. So it's like not that deep. So this card has to do with dry spells, but to hold on to your dream. All right. And how fitting is that? So what I did was I just asked spirit, what? The, what do the people need to know who are listening to this episode? And I was told pick the the uh, the first card, the top card. And how fitting because we're talking about when, how we feel when we're unmotivated and lost, and when you're in a desert, or that desert theme is like you know you're you're trying to find something. You're in a platform where this is where you do the reflection, right? There's no one around you. Normally you're, when a desert pops up, it's like, it's it's you, okay? And you're forced to look at things. But what this is saying is, all right, be tough, have courage and dare to dream no matter what the circumstances. So even if it's not looking that plush right now, like the oasis, this is the time where you build your grit all right so not only where you survive you're going to thrive okay so it's like despite the conditions keep that in mind expect nothing less okay because you got to hold your your dream you got to hold on to it it's precious and you can't give it up so this is a time for you to really look at it as you know, as, 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 this is a gift. All right. Also note that life still happens, still exists in the desert, right? So it can happen. Just hang on to your dream. Okay. Use this time to reflect, use this time to understand, use this time to build, like I said, the grill, grit, the determination and you'll get through this time all right so before I get to the, the final one, what I want to tell you about is coming up very soon so you know you, you, you are the first to know you and uh, my email tribe the goddess mastery three month month coaching program begins next month okay in March. And I am so thrilled to be presenting this to you. All right, just wrapping up uh, the the uh, program that began in um, late fall, excuse me, late winter. And so I'm just so thrilled for you to hear these women's stories um, and really to understand just how beneficial this course is so the goddess mastery coaching program is a three month okay sacred program where we are going to conquer fear and doubt develop rock solid boundaries build confidence without guilt discover your spiritual gifts and women mysteries connect with the goddesses release your inner magic and we're going to do that by unlocking your inner goddess so this is really to help you to live the life you were you were meant to live okay so if you are a spiritually centered woman who's waiting for her true life to begin you're feeling lost invisible you've been saying no to your spiritual gifts and it's making you feel like you're barely living the life that you're meant to live i get it i was there all right so If you've been getting treated like an unpaid personal assistant, receiving no credit and being taken for granted, then this program is for you because now's the time to take back your power and create the world you were meant to live in. All right, so this is a powerful uh, program where I'm going to be teaching you my five pillars. All right, so this is where you learn strategies to live your truth as I said, overcome fear and doubt, develop your boundaries, build confidence, discover your spiritual gifts and women uh, mysteries, connect with the goddesses. So this is going to help you go from uh, feeling invisible and lost to being radiant and found. All right. And I am getting goosebumps just telling you about this. All right. So some of the benefits include the freedom to go from uh, feeling trapped in a situation to to being free and living life on your own terms, to trusting your spiritual wisdom, learning the language of the universe and how it and the goddesses have been sending you messages all your life, self-worth, reclaiming your identity and time for you, let go of fear and doubt, remember what you're capable of, To trust yourself, so you're going to regain confidence in your decision making and belief in your capabilities. Relief. We're going to get comfortable with having firm boundaries and firm confidence without feeling guilty or bitching. Owning your power, you're going to unleash that radiant goddess and be proud of your abilities. All right, so the five step method, the five pillars. Pillar one if then process pillar two triple moon goddess pillar three barn is the acronym i created which stands for boundaries allies resentment and networking pillar four fluent in the language of spirit yes you're going to pick up another language and pillar five discovery and owning your spiritual gifts and powers all right so this includes 12 live weekly coaching calls with me training videos, downloadable fun sheets, private Facebook group, and bonuses. All right, and those bonuses include workbooks and meditations. All right, so that's coming your way in March. Get on the email list so you can get the early bird special. That's that's really the only way you're gonna get the early bird special. Okay. And and there's also extra bonuses with this um, purchase. All right. So I am looking forward to having you on board. Of course, if you have any questions, you can send me email tia at tiamariejohnson.com. But the best way to get this information and like I said, get the, the early bird gifts and to be you know, one, the first people to get on board with this is to get on the email, a VIP list, as I like to call it. So head over to com. You'll see a pop-up box, and boom, you can sign up for my email list. All right, so number three. Number three is to do absolutely nothing, meaning go watch Netflix. You know, the, the things that we call nothing, Go to the mall. Go get something to eat. Go for a swim. Go for a walk. Okay. Go to some random meetup. The things that we call nothing, but they really are something. I don't want to say like sleep in or something like that, because when you aren't feeling motivated when you're feeling lost one of the things you don't want to do is lay in bed because now you're going to start thinking about other things this is about remember getting out of our head all right having us be exposed to something new just to get out get some fresh air you know or even just like dive into a series i love murder mysteries okay especially when it's like british murder mysteries so I've been watching, um, I've been going back and forth between, it's not British, it's set in Canada and Toronto, Murdoch Mysteries. I love Hercule Poirot. I love Miss Marple. Um, I'm, I'm actually going to get Britbox. Uh, I'm just in love with it because Netflix is messing around and not having these shows on where they used to have it. And I, I wrote Netflix about that, so I know. Um, <laughs> I'm a woman of uh action but anyway the things that you call nothing maybe your thing is baking cake and that gets you out of your zone of overthinking and you know what the hell give the cake to the neighbor all right you know just say hey i I baked the cake i was i was in the mood to bake a lot and i don't know if you eat um i don't know red velvet cake or i don't know if you eat monkey bread but here you go. You know, and who knows, you might make a new friend, you might just, you know, make that neighbor's day. That neighbor may be feeling unmotivated and lost and you know, all that jazz. So whatever that nothing is to you, and I I don't want to dismiss baking because that's the art form. And I just include it in here because my best friend bakes like it's no big deal. Now, when one time I stayed over her house, it was almost midnight, and she goes, you want to make cupcakes? Which really means she makes cupcakes. She makes the cupcakes, and I drink the wine, and we talk. <clears throat> and I said to her, "It's it's almost midnight. Really, don't you think that's a a lot?" She goes, "No, no, it's it's easy. I got the recipe right here. I'm gonna." It's like, what? To her, it's not a big deal. It's nothing. She made lemon cake something, and she made the icing one time, and it's like. 10 o'clock at night. And it's no big deal to her. So that's what I mean. What are the things that are nothing to you? Like, no, nothing. Me? I'll, I'll binge watch murder mysteries. I will, I will um, Uber eats a latte from Starbucks and, and a, uh, um, what do you call that? Sometimes I go back and forth between a chocolate croissant and um, a coffee cake. And I will enjoy that and I will solve mysteries. And let me tell you something, watching murder mysteries will help you solve problems in real life as well, all right? So what I'm saying here is that's nothing for me to just sit down, get comfortable, you know, and pretend I'm a detective, okay? So what are your nothings? And that helped me, and I don't always watch these shows when I'm feeling... You know out of sorts, it's a good way to to keep my mind active and it's, it's entertaining and I learn some things you know sometimes you you learn cool facts so <clears throat> the reason why doing that, that nothing is helpful and the reason why that helps me and and others is because you're shifting gears okay you're shifting gears there's something that happens when you put things together or you watch something when you're watching a show especially when it's drama and thing and like one of those genres you see people overcome certain things sometimes it looks like it's the end like that's it you know it's not the end because you're watching the show but for for some characters not the main character not the, the sub the supporting character people like but maybe it's that third character that people kind of like you know, they pop up every couple of episodes, something like that, but then they die. Or, you know, they save the day or something like that. You know, and you think, wow. You know, it puts some things in perspective for you. Okay. You might think, what are some of the things that I do in my life that maybe, you know, it pops up, you know, every so often I really don't give it that much att- attention. Maybe I should give that some attention. Or maybe I need to let that go because it's really not beneficial. But, you know, for giving an example, Murdoch Mysteries, one of the episodes, uh, Detective Murdoch and his wife, they get trapped in the cave. Okay. Someone pushed the boulders over top of them and it closed one entrance. And they're just like, oh my gosh, how are we going to get out of here? And then Detective Murdoch goes, oh, we've been in worse situations. And of course, you know, they figured a way out. But It's interesting because when something happens to us, like when we feel lost, unmotivated, okay, you know, deflated, we feel like, oh, my God, how am I going to get out of this? You know, this cave is dark. All right. I got like this little lantern. What am I going to do? How am I going to get out of this? What? What? And then, you know, you take your deep breath. You look around, aka be resourceful. And you look for light. You look for a beam of light. That's all you need, just a beam. You, you don't need the whole thing. And you walk towards that beam of light, that, that little ray of light. And then you, you, know, you, you knock, you, you climb, you whatever, until it gets bigger. And then you know, you have your solution. You're on the other side of that. And so that's what I mean. What are your nothings? Okay, what are those things that you can do that shifts your mind? Okay, if you're even if you're baking, you might think, you know what, I'm just missing an ingredient to get me out of this unmotivated feeling. Okay, yeah, I'm in this desert phase right now, and I had to look at something about myself or the situation. Now that I done that, I I could be on the other side of this. That ingredient I was missing was that I just needed to let go. I needed to let go or I need to put myself first. And it's going to feel really weird at first, going to feel awkward, but I got to let this person know. I got to speak up. I got to set my boundaries. My boundaries was that missing ingredient. You know, I, I need to not just agree to agree. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. So let's do a recap. One is don't let the past, okay, determine the future. And I mean that as a whole, we we can look at the past to see what worked, what didn't work, but don't base your potential, don't base your future, don't base what you're capable of because things that didn't work, okay? We never, Thomas Edison, there's (laughs) 3,000, okay, tries. So what can you pull from each situation, all right? That did work. All right, think about that. Don't let the past hold you down. And don't let somebody else constantly bring up the past to try to convince you why you can't move forward. All right, that's another thing too, all right? And we can own our past, like to feel ashamed, you know, what happened, happened, but don't let nobody else try to hold you down because of something that happened. Don't let them do that because that's giving away your power. All right, two is to get out your own head to get the answers. So while three is just getting out your own head, you know, and going with the flow and let the answers come, sometimes we need more of a definitive answer right then and there for me, it's pulling Oracle cards. Okay. Cause you, you want to go somewhere where you can't overdo it. Right. It's just like you get three questions. Okay. Something like that. All right. You don't want to overdo it. Um, like I said, pulling Oracle cards for me helps me to understand the situation or, um, like what I'm feeling, things like that. So maybe it, for you is talking to a therapist or maybe it's um, um uh like I, I don't want to say writing in a journal because that's that could be you know you're you're like nothing uh n- maybe it is reading about people who've been in similar situations, okay, and that's helping you to get out your head and get an answer quickly an answer for you to to digest to reflect upon, and then three is when you are shifting gears in your mind you're doing that nothing something that's effortless for you something that also will give you some value i don't want nothing to be you just aimlessly scrolling on facebook because you you'll you'll get off track right and instagram will be okay if it's empowerment accounts that you're following All right, so like when you first log on, you're seeing something about manifesting and, you know, motivation and, you know, financial freedom, something like that. That's fine, but it's easy to get sidetracked on social media. So try to do something where where you are interactive. Like I said, for me, watching Murder Mysteries, my brain is interactive. I'm looking at clues too. too. I feel like I'm right there, piecing it together, all right? Um, if you're baking, all right, you, your hands are getting involved. You, you are reading the recipe. You are interactive. Try to find something where you have to be interactive, okay? Because that's getting you out that, that funk, all right? Movement is one of the best things you can do, all right? And it's so funny. I'll tell you this quick story before I wrap it up. This was a few months ago. My mom said, oh, I'm so tired. I said, get out of bed. <laughs> you're watching TV in bed. You're fully dressed like you're going somewhere, but you're in bed. The bed is made for sleeping and, you know, sex, but, you know, sleeping. <laughs> but I just, I just said, you, you don't want to feel tired, but you're in bed. So, I mean, I know some people fall asleep on the couch. I I, I can easily hear people say, well, I couch sleep. Yeah, but the couch isn't made for sleeping. That's the difference. Okay? So, what I'm saying here is you got to get up and move. All right? You can't just sit up in bed and watch TV and like, oh, yeah, this is, no, 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 no. Because that's for sleeping. All right? So, get up. Be interactive, but make sure it's effortless for you. I don't want this to be an, an exercise that just like, oh, Tia said, I gotta go be interactive. No, do something. Like go go on a swing if you haven't been on a swing in a while. All right. You know, now they got all these pop-up places for adults where you can be on a swing. All right. So that's what I have for you. When, you know, these three tips when you feel deflated, unmotivated, and lost. Okay, you know, we all go through these things, all right. No one's immune to this. Things happen, life happens, but it's all about making time to put ourselves first so that way we can get back on track. Okay. And also, you know, keep a lookout for uh the goddess mastery coaching. Again, I'm so excited for this, and I can't wait to um share more with you guys and and to see you in that program because uh you know the 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 women who are in there are really experiencing some transformations and it's it's um it's very heartwarming because that's that's my passion is to help especially women um to to really live their truth and, and, and live the life they were meant to live. You know, it's, it's not easy. It really isn't. And I understand that. But to have a support system is everything. And it really bothered me when I learned that some people don't have a support system. It's it's very, very hurtful. I have tears in my eyes right now. And I want to be that, you know, proactive support system to as many Women as possible, and it's nothing against men, but I just live life as a woman, and I understand a woman's perspective. And while I do help men from time to time, I just I know a woman, <laughs> okay, and so that that's just what it is. Um, so again, nothing against men. It's just I just speak from a woman's perspective and a woman's experience, and women are mainly the people who are are attracted to my work all right so um again i would love to see you in this coaching program and i am always rooting for you i am sending you many blessings and i want you to remember to be kind to yourself okay until next time spiritual trailblazer As always, Spiritual Trailblazer, thank you for tuning in. Do make sure to stop by and visit me at tiamariejohnson.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe. Last but not least, be kind to yourself. I'm rooting for you. And I'm sending you so many blessings. Until next time.